episode, um, we talked about, um, you know, sort of seeing and perceiving things from a more soulful um, perspective. And I said to you, don't forget to remind me to talk about how you can view things from a more soulful perspective and also how I began to realise what these words were, who they were targeted at, let's put it that way. I know, I know that sounds strange because at the end of the day, words are words, you just read them and your, your mind processes them and uh, you then say, okay, I understand those words and so those words mean X, Y, Z. And throughout the course of this series, I've been slowly edging you forward to kind of see things in some of my writings on a much deeper level. And um, we were talking about it in the last episode. So I thought definitely I need to remind myself um, that I did say to you, I was going to tell you a little bit about my story. Um, there's tons to my story, really, but I'm not going to sit here and go through the whole story because, um, you know, I'm only going to talk about what's what is pertinent, <laughs> what's pertinent for what we were talking about. And that's why I recalled something important to tell you whilst we were um, on the subject uh, in the last episode on the fact of why I kind of started to see things with a deeper meaning. Now, um, there's a couple of reasons. Um, one of them was, um, I think I spoke to you in a couple of episodes previously about doing my email list and the fact that I then started to think about um, adding more insight into the passages that are you know in my email list um, so in that there's 365 so you've got something every single day if you start it for a whole year but there was another aspect to finding out or uncovering a soulful aspect um, to my work and um, essentially what it was is after I had been writing, especially when I'd been writing on, on my book, Soul Whisperer, there was a lot of information that was coming through the channel writing process. Um, and you've got to understand that when things come through to you like this, you don't always know where things fit in or how things fit into place. So I'll talk about the writing of that book probably maybe in the next episode if you want. But the reason I kind of talked about it yesterday or, you know, in the previous recording was it occurred to me that I should share at least this interesting thing. Now, I did commit some of it to memory. So when we were talking yesterday, I kind of said what I felt, you know, was the was the catalyst or the the point where things started to fall into place with me about these channeled writings and, you know, how to explore their deeper meanings. <laughs> um, and um, lo and behold, um, after I'd been kind of writing for some time, I'd been, you know, delving into this written material, trying to make heads or tails of it. As I said, I've never really been able to fully define these writings as, as, as being 
one specific thing in particular because they're so varied. Um, but um, one important thing, and I think I did mention it yesterday, but I've got something else to mention about that, was um, I tried to define what it is I was doing. You know, like ordinarily when you see something or a body of work or the way things are done, you can use it as a model and say, yeah, if you're a writer, for example, you know, what are you writing? Are you writing fiction? Are you writing, you know, fact? Are you, you know, are you researching this, researching that, that kind of thing? And because of this type of writing, I had to kind of sit back and try and define it because I had no model to base it on, you know. Um, I'm not saying what I'm doing is a complete rarity because I do believe there are other people um, doing channeled writings in their own way. Um, but I had to define what I was doing in my way, put it that way. <laughs> so I thought, you know, where am I going to kind of be able to define this? Because I couldn't take an example from someone else out there who was doing, you know, something similar. And, you know, um, I don't know, it was, it, was, it was hard to define. But I started looking back at some of my um, auto-written passages. And as I mentioned to you yesterday or in the previous recording, there was um, a, a passage that jumped out at me. And, you know, it said, basically, these words are not written for you, but for the soul within you. And I thought, wow, that's what these works are. They're written works for the soul, not for us to just read and consume. And that's the, the, that wording, I've, I've mentioned it previously, but, you know, finding that wording, I didn't say where I kind of found it, but finding it in some of my original writings or the previous writings helped me immediately say, wow, so all the work that I'm doing is really targeted at the soul. It's targeted at the soulful aspect or soulful element that exists within us. Um, you know, and I had to take that wording as, you know, a truth, so to speak. It's not written for you, but for the soul within you. In other words, not written, you know, for you as an individual to kind of focus on in your mind, but written for you to have deeper insight or deeper meaning. So I thought, oh, wow, that's what it's for. And then to top it all off. As I was looking at that passage and looking at other passages, the next thing I found, which, you know, <laughs> I'm just bringing it up so I don't need to, um, you know, another passage that I found. And this really did kind of solidify things for me was um, this passage, which said about these words and what I've been writing in this way. It said... They inspire and affirm from within, outward, and not outward to that which is within. I know it sounds, you know, kind of quite, kind of 
deep. <laughs> but essentially what it means is that these words, um, you know, are to inspire you from within so that whatever inspires you then or then affects you outwardly. So they work from within outwardly. Okay. Not, as this passage said, not outward to that which is within. So in other words, you, you, when you read these works, um, what you're supposed to be doing, obviously you don't have to. I mean, this is just deeper stuff. You can just read them and then, you know, enjoy them for what they are. And, you know, there's no problem with that. Of course, I love any way or shape or form that you want to read this work. You know, I love to, love to know how, it's moved you or, or something you've learned from it. But if you want to look at things on a deeper level, um, that's what the words were saying, you know. So these are not th uh, words that you should read outwardly, okay, and, and try and then, you know, see it as something outward that you can then work within. You must see it as working from within, yeah, and going outward. So that was the second passage. And those two passages really both spoke to me as being the answer to one of the questions I was asking and trying to find how do I define my work and what I do? So there we go. That's how I came to define my writing and, and what it does and what it means and what I do from a soulful perspective. But obviously, you're welcome to view it in whichever way you choose. This is just some deeper stuff, you know, that I thought I'd share because um, some of you have asked um, if I can delve a little deeper and um, I'm more than happy to do that, you know. There's so many other written stuff out there that, you know, um, I can say, well, you know, this this forms part of it. But because of the way I write, that, I feel, is giving us an extra or additional element with which to view what's being written and what's being shared. As I said, you know, um, it doesn't all come from me. Um, so coming from a soulful place means that if we understand or if I can share and understand um, the fact that they're soulful words directed to your soul or for your soul. That's why you might, you, you might hear me say the word soul or you might see it in my title like the Soulful Pathway series, you know, because I later had to realise that a lot of these writings were soulful and came from a soulful place and you know in that respect I had to accept it I had to say okay this is what it's about but trust me as we go on I'm definitely going to share more with you about you know you know some of the teachings that and and you know some of the um, soulful aspects that I kind of started to learn or were revealed basically <laughs> through my writing or through this writing process. When I say revealed, it means that I kind of didn't know where they came from, but 
I started to understand them. So we'll get into that all, all later, you know. I mean, I'm not going to sort of drag this on too long for you about that. But I just mentioned um, the other day in the other episode um, that I was going to share these, you know, share these uh, um, little little nuggets of why things are soulful. And, you know, I found them. Because although I do have them to memory, I didn't want to misquote myself. So <laughs> I thought, let me save it for the next time so I can, you know, read it word for word as it came through. So there we go. So, um, yeah, that's that. That's definitely how everything was defined. Now, for today, I'm definitely going to try and keep it short because, um, you know, I spent most of my time telling you about that. But, hey... You know, you're getting to know me, put it that way, <laughs> and I'm getting to know you. So um, I just thought I'd share that as, as um, you know, something. As I said, it's really hard to detach some of the things that are part of my writing process and part of me. Um, you know, when you're sharing stuff, sometimes you have to give people a bit of background or give people a bit of insight into you know, why you may have wrote this or why you may have wrote in this way, you know, what inspired you or what it was that, you know, um, transpired in the way you have written something or are sharing something. So, um, yeah, this is what that was anyway. Okay, so today, um, the passage I'm going to share for my inspirational quotes from the soul um, definitely, as always, I'm making sure if you're new, um, don't forget to subscribe, of course. But if you're new, um, you know, some of these details will be left in the description for you. And um, as always, um, your comments will be valued and, um, and appreciated in every way possible. So uh, we'll come to that at the end anyway, but I'm going to try and squeeze everything in quickly so um, I don't kind of long it out too long you know but um yeah today's passage that i've chosen for inspirational photo quotes for the soul um as i said you can download that if you haven't already um there's definitely going to be more than one so you know if you downloaded one look out there there'll be more coming through but you know i hope you can enjoy them in the same way that you know um i I'm enjoying sharing them with you. Now, I think my my battery power is running out on my um, on my um, iPad here, so <laughs> I'm going to read this quickly just in case it dies on me. But basically, this one or this passage is called "Move On," and it says, "My decision to move on means I must not act out of fear, but the strength of knowing." that what I am doing is right. So I'll read that again. My decision to move on means I must not act out of fear, but the strength of knowing that what I am doing is right. And what I love about this passage is, is it is really kind of empowering you to look at the process of making decisions and this type of decision is the one where you need to move on in your life. 
Now, this may relate to work. It may re relate to a relationship. It may relate to um, a career that you feel you need to move on from. It may relate to, um, you know, something you're studying and you think, you know, I need to move on from this. It may relate to um, family, friends, um, all aspects of your life. But what it is trying to say is, is that you must at some point in your life be presented with a situation where you must make a decision to move on. And a lot of this, I don't know about you, but for me, it resonates around relationships, whether it's family, friends, love, um, you know, with your partner, with this, with that. This could be anything, but decisions to move on um, are often very, very difficult to make because, you know, that means you have to take a step to move on. Um, and that's tough. That's hard. That's not something any of us can do easily, you know. But what this bachelor is saying is your decision to move on means you must act. That powerful word, action. You must act. But it says without fear. But with the strength. Strength. Meaning I can do this. I'm strong. I know I can do this. I know I can achieve it. I have the strength to do this. And it says don't act out of fear. In other words, once you've made that decision to move on, don't act fearfully, but act in a way that brings you or allows you to move or come from a position of strength, yeah? And the strength of knowing that what you're doing is right. Don't doubt yourself, don't question yourself. If you've made the decision to move on in whichever circumstance it is, or in whatever way you feel you have to move on, you know, don't be fearful. Come from a position of strength, yeah? Act as fearlessly as possible. And trust and believe within yourself that what you are doing is right. If, if it's not right, you wouldn't have made the decision. Okay? The fact you've made the decision means from your standpoint and from your point of view, this decision is right. You know you have to move on. You know you have to let go. We'll talk about letting go in another episode because I can assure you it is going to come up as well. But moving on, how to move on, um, ultimately means you must make the, decis the decision to do so, to move on. You know, is somebody's negativity eating into you that you realise you know, I need to move on. Is there treatment of you and the way that you've been treated or the way that you've been viewed make you, does that, does, does, does what they have done make you realise I need to move on? Is the way you've been treated at work in, in your job or the way that you are doing a career that you feel has taken everything out of you? You feel, wow. 
I need to move on. Whatever circumstance it is, the decision to move on is key. You remember we talked about making decisions, you know, we talked about, um, you know, intent, um, things like that. Those type of things that give you the opportunity to make a positive decision or take a positive action. Um, and we covered, you know, having clarity and things like that. But this is this is decision making, not to decide on, you know, sort of mundane things, but to move on. Um, and that is a tough one because how often are we held back from moving on? Because sometimes we say, I want to move on, but I can't. Or I want to move on from this relationship, but, you know, I'm too fearful because um, I don't have anyone else to take the place of the person that I made the decision to move on from because I feel if I do, there'll be nothing else to fill that void. So I'm fearful about it. So I'm not going to move on. You know, don't kind of act out of fear. Act from an empowering position or empowering point of view that you say, wow, I've made the decision and now I need to have the strength to not be fearful, not, you know, move forward. Um, with fear in my heart, with fear in my head, <laughs> and in my mind about, oh my God, if I do it, what's going to happen? The world is going to collapse, you know, um, it's the end of me. I have, I have, I don't value myself enough so that if I decide to move on, there's nothing else that will fill that void. Um, no, if you do have to move on in any way, shape or form, you know, whether it's even you think I've got to move on, I've got to move to another country or I've got to change my life in some way or I've got to, you know, move out of this situation I'm in or change my circumstances or anything. When you decide to move on, please do not act out of fear, but the strength of knowing. OK, that means, you know, Deep, deep, deep down in your heart and in your soul, <laughs> you know that you've made the right decision. The decision is always the most important part of supporting an action that you need to take because indecision keeps you stuck. Yeah, I think we've covered that in one of the previous episodes, but making a decision is so powerful, it's so empowering, it's so positive that once the decision is made, the rest is actually easy because you've already made up your mind, because you've already decided on what you are going to do. Now, if you come from a position of strength and you're willing to act towards achieving that, that decision or supporting that decision, then hey, the world is your oyster. You've made that decision and you know what you are doing is right. No doubt then. Have no doubt. Have no fears. Have no worries. Trust within yourself that I've made it. I'm moving on and I need to do it now to the best of your ability. You know, in a way that you know that it's right. Your heart, your soul 
is telling you it's right for you. Your mind may say otherwise because it doesn't like change. You know, um, I don't know if you've read any of Eckhart Tolle's stuff. You know, I've read some of his work and one thing, um, in one of his books, he spoke about the ego and how it can really be very debilitating, um, you know, and when you know something is right, don't be persuaded by your ego to do otherwise or the mind, you know, the two working together can literally actually, you know, destroy your progress. So, um, you know, although, uh, although my work is soulful, I can still value and appreciate other aspects that, you know, um, people talk about the mind, the power of the mind, you know, um, you know, ego, um, you know, how you can become so self-destructive in the way you do things or don't do them or the way you perceive yourself or perceive life. So, you know, with moving on, you know, you know it's right. If it wasn't right, you wouldn't even have to doubt yourself. If it wasn't right, you wouldn't even have to make a decision because you'd be happy, you'd be joyful, you'd be pleased, you'd be, you know, really pleased with the way things are going or the way you are moving on or the way things are going in that particular circumstance or with that particular person, be it relationship, be it family member, you know, the whole plethora. You wouldn't have to make a decision if everything was hunky-dory, but if things are not hunky-dory, then you know when you have made a decision and you think, wow, I need to move on, you know that that decision is right. It's right. So there's nothing to fear. There's nothing to kind of put in your mind any bunkum <laughs> that is going to say, oh, but you know, um, but if you do this and if you do that and what about this and what about that and da 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 and you're stuck you're you know you're you're like ah I don't know now I I I, I made that decision but now I can't move I can't move on I can't do it you don't want to do that you know you want to come from a position of strength and allow that strength to build you up to take the action you need to take and take the action that you know is positive, is going to turn things around, is going to change things for you so that you will feel happier. You will have been instrumental in supporting yourself to turn a corner where you thought, you know, I couldn't do it. You can. Where you thought, I don't know if I can take that step. Try. You can try at least. Give it a go. You know, once you've decided it can't be wrong, it's right. And trust yourself, trust in your heart, trust in your soul, trust what the voice of the soul is intuitively trying to tell you. Remember that passage? It works from within, outwardly, and not the other way around. So, you know, there we go. Use this information, okay, to inspire and affirm you from within. And then that spread that outwardly. And not what is outward to that which is within. I know it's a hard one, but you know, 
that's what some of these writings come out as, you know, even I have to scratch my head at times. But I have the joy of delving deeper into them and explaining them in a way that gives them deeper meaning than just surface stuff that you read. And I'm really pleased if you are beginning to get what I'm saying and you are beginning to kind of like this aspect of looking at deeper meanings and having words having more depth. And the reason they have more depth is because you're talking to your soul. That's really what these words are. You know, have a chat about them on a soulful level. I show you how to do that, by the way, in, in, in my books. But, you know, definitely as we go along, I'll be sharing more of that with you. But at least you're coming round to the notion of seeing things on the soulful level with me. And I'm really glad um, because it's not easy to explain that in books. It's not easy to explain all of this. You know, I can share stuff, but, you know, you're reading it in your own little bubble and you may not kind of get the, the the deeper essence of what I'm saying so thankfully <laughs> thanks to this uh, YouTube um, you know platform that we've been given and I've now had the the courage I've had to make a decision to move on from just doing what I was doing and had to say yeah be bold have the strength of knowing what you're doing is right so I know even me this is right this is you know chatting to people on on my channel is right it's the right thing to do i had to find the strength to do it and do it regularly and not do anything at this these words ring true for me so you know i'm not like oh i'm telling you this i've escaped it no it's rung true for me because it's telling me I don't need to act out of fear. I've made the decision to move on in, in what my my um, my destiny is in terms of sharing this work. And in doing so, I've had to come from a position of strength, not fear, and say, I can do this. I know it's right. I need to get up there. I need to have the belief and trust that it is right. And guess what? I'm moving on. Now I'm doing this. I'm moving on. If I can do it, you can. It doesn't matter what the circumstances is. We're both going through the same thing. We're both, you know, undertaking journeys that are affecting us. You in your way, me and mine. But, you know, the words ring true for both of us. So there we go. Um, wow. I really enjoyed today's episode. I hope you did. And um, yeah. I'm really, really proud of you that you're still part of this uh, uh, journey with me. You're, you're still tuning in to my channel. And, you know, don't forget to stick a thumbs up and like what you, you know, like what you're watching. Um, also, if you're new, um, this is your first episode. Don't forget to go back and, and you know, watch the rest um, and subscribe and um, leave your comments. And if you know anyone who you feel will benefit from watching this or listening to this in audio, because um, I will be bringing it out as a podcast, then also let them know um, and, um, you know, share. And let's keep growing and building a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful community of inspired people. And hopefully, um, you know, people that you are 
so special and you are taking on board the whole concept of looking into the deeper meanings of some of all these writings or some of these writings in a new way I guess I mean who knows but anyway I'm sharing it with you to at least open your heart open your mind open your soul to something bigger than just words so there we go so um, I do want to thank you for um, being with me as always it's always a joy always a pleasure and um, for those of you who really want to support my work, and I'm definitely trying to get more out there, don't forget to um, check the Patreon link um, and, um, yeah, visit my Patreon and, um, you know, check the Patreon page out. And if you want to um, support me, please feel free to do so. Um, I just feel your support allows me to do more of this to support more people out there so yeah so welcome to my little world and um, yeah um, let's let's keep growing and let's keep helping each other and supporting each other so have a wonderful day um, I hope these words that I help I hope these words that I hope these words have helped you and resonate true in whichever way you feel it can work for you in your own way and um, yeah I'm gonna love and leave you Thanks so much for being here and have a wonderful day. I'll catch up with you soon in the next episode. Take care.